0: Hi, this is Guy from the MyMac.com podcast, and yes, I am to blame for fixing Mark's soundboard. I am so very, very sorry.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a scorching hot edition of the Essential Apple Show. It has been baking here in the UK. We've had one glorious day of summer before the inevitable winter is coming. We're here to discuss the last seven to ten days in the world of Apple news, reviews, tech, journalism, gadgets, rumours, whatever else catches our eye, really. And of course, joining me this week to make sense of the nonsense is my regular co-host, my regular compatriot on this show, Mr. Carl Madden from The Mac and Show. How are you doing, Carl? Hello, Mark. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm doing... Well, I'm hot. I'm melting, basically. If, if you're hearing a fan
2: in my background, I don't care. Screw sound quality, because otherwise I'm going to faint. It is so hot in my room, because you have to shut the windows... Otherwise, you get neighbours screaming kids and God knows what else. So, <laughs> And I've got a boiler in the corner of my room as well. So I've got the window shut, a boiler on, heating the water up,
1: and be damned it I'm having a fan on. <laughs> Just to clarify something here for the British people, your fan isn't a boiler, is she? Uh, she might be. I don't know. <laughs> Funny about it, once and
2: she chased me down a dark alley wielding a knife
1: well judging by your activities today you'd be able to get a right old sprint on because carl and i today uh shared our activity on the new apple watch and uh, that's been really interesting i've actually been addicted to this so it's somewhat sort of pseudo stalking you to see you know what uh, how your activity rings are filled up today uh so far you're on ninety percent uh and I'm on 355, but that's because I've just realised my watch hasn't adjusted my calorie thing that it's supposed to do. I was, thinking, I was wondering why you're so high. And i also like to point out,
2: everyone, it seems that Mark doesn't do actually any work at all day. Because all through the day, he's doing a workout, a workout, a workout, a workout. <sighs> and these workouts might only last a few minutes, but he still
1: counts it as a workout, the cheat. No, no, no. What it is, I've sussed this out, because my, it seems I'm about to die if I'm honest with you, judging by what's happening with my average heart rate, a workout happens when you (laughs) come over your, some sort of fresh threshold. So this morning I was thinking, right, nice gentle cycle to work. And then I was up late and then I had to get to work nice and uh, on time. I couldn't be late because one of my colleagues follows me on Strava. So he'll see my Strava ride that I finished if I don't get to work on time. So it's like, right. So I had to half kill myself getting to work. Then, like, okay, right, have a cup of tea, move some kit around. So that raised the heart rate up, not having a cup of tea, moving the kit around. And then at 10 o'clock, the company that was supposed to come at 2 o'clock came early. So that was another hour. And then I was just running around like a blinking loon. And bearing in mind, I work in an office. I don't exactly do much in the way of, you know, walking. But, yeah, it it all mounts up. I mean, but then again, you were absolutely thrashing me this morning. And even when I did a nine-mile ride, you were still ahead of me. I'm
2: not surprised. My morning consists of getting up at 4.30 in the morning, you know, doing my ablutions and things like this. Then I cycle to work. Then I have to spend an hour, an hour and a half in the warehouse lugging things around and directing people and stuff like that. Then I get out on the road and I've got to walk around delivering stuff. and, And that's it. And you're lucky today because I was so exhausted when I came out today. I just came in and I drank four beers. Fell asleep and then woke up about <laughs> about an hour before the show, so I didn't go out for my walk today, which is bad. So I'm not going to complete my uh, my rings today. But uh, and also it's frustrating as well because last night I was up till 12:30 in the morning trying to do my stupid Apple update because I was one of those affected by the bricking machines, and it didn't just brick one of my machines. Bricks not the right word because it was a, a software bricking, but it bricked my iPad Pro initially, and I thought. Uh oh, and then shortly after, it bricked my phone as well, and I thought, uh
1: oh. <laughs> oh, it was it was not a pleasant night. Right at the time that you said, oh, it's all go, it's all upgrading, everything's upgrading. Thought, right, brilliant, well done, BT for having a complete meltdown on the network. It's, it took... Virgin, really Virgin. Really? Yeah, I was I
2: was on my one hundred twenty eight, one hundred twenty meg connection. We were at zero point zero five download.
1: That is exactly what we were having here. So I wonder if there was an outage, or was could it just be that there was that much demand? Maybe. Well, there's always a massive, massive, massive spike whenever
2: Apple pushed something out, one of their updates. You know, because this is one of the things that does set Android and Apple apart. Is everybody gets Apple's updates if they so wish, as long as you've got a valid, you know, machine. Uh, whereas Android, unless you're on Nexus. Or maybe some other machines. Now it seems a bit more down to the carriers or down to the manufacturers to push these updates up. Um, I don't know, but anyway, it's always a big issue. Whenever you hear about it's a security problem, people always lament the fact that a lot of Androids will not be able to take a, a you know um, will not be able to get the new security updates to to make themselves more more safer out there.
1: I mean, I was trying all the little tricks. I tried using a VPN, that didn't work. <laughs> I tried changing my DNS, and that didn't work. And if you've got a BT router, they make it nigh on impossible to change your DNS. Oh, It was mad. And I thought, okay, well, you know what? It's not going to happen. Let's jump onto iTunes and watch a bit of you know, my worth a chirp. No, nope, that wasn't happening. And then suddenly <laughs> I felt lost and empty. And then I flicked over to 3G. And of course, everything was fine. But of course, the update won't come down because it's too big for 3G. So I just sat there and I basically just got in a huff.
2: This is a problem. Of course, obviously in the modern age where we, we want to stream everything, this is always going to prob- be a problem. But we, you know, even back in the dark old days where we just had regular TV, if was out, there was a power out, there's a power out, there's nothing you can do about it. you got you got to have to actually talk to people, as uh, shocking as that is, and something I don't particularly like doing. But <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's It's just one of those modern things. Whenever the, the system gets crushed, or I mean, God forbid, you know, we get suddenly attacked by an EMP burst from some foreign nation, and it takes out all of England, then we're we, you know, it's probably the most polite way to attack a country because hopefully no one actually gets hurt, but unless they're in a plane or something, but, but, but bloody hell. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you do. There's nothing you can do about it. Is it? I mean, the, the infrastructures and they're going to go down every now and again. It just happens. It was, a, uh, it was all tied together for me personally, because I just could not get back online. Uh, the iPad came back pretty quick, but the iPhone, it took three hours to download that, that update. And, uh, and uh, firstly, I couldn't work out why it was taking so long. And then I realized I had a load of iTunes movies queued up ahead of the download. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Lord. Better stop them. Uh, so I killed that. Uh, and then I looked at my server, and some people were were um, taking files from my server. So I stopped that. And then uh, and that was it. And then I checked again, and it was still crawling along. But eventually it did do it. Like It was 12.30. That was the only problem. Because the phone finished by about midnight, and then I spent the next half hour updating the watch. Because uh, I just wanted to. And then as soon as that was done, I literally just fell asleep. And then I had to get up four hours later, go off and do lots of drying. And and you, you and uh, um, uh, Richard Harkness, who has been on my show just this previous week, was texting me because you've all done the updates. And I was thinking, I haven't tried any of this. Stop. And then to make matters worse, right? So I'm out on the road and I'm thinking, I'll try these things, all these various new features when I'm out on the road and stuff. And I I rushed out the house this morning, got to work, and I'd forgotten my bloody glasses.
1: No. (laughs) See anything all day long. Could you not put it into that that. big mode to sort of, you know, help at all?
2: Yeah, I I did. But, you know, I have to, I have to, like, when I want to read the phone, uh, because my eyes are getting so bad now, I have to do that, you know, hold the phone at arm's length. And so I have to be completely stopped. I can't do anything. I know you shouldn't use your phone while you're driving, but I, if, if it pings up anything, I can't see what that says. So um, I can make out you know, the turn-by-turn navigation stuff. But uh, yeah, so all day you and, you and uh, Richard were texting me. I couldn't respond until I'd stopped and actually got to my destinations. And again, it was one of those days where every single drop I had was like forty minutes to an hour between the next one. So and, and Son's law. As soon
1: as I set off, one of you texted me? I thought, oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> Have you not tried that um, accessibility mode? I was reading, well, I was listening to a podcast or reading an article and apparently a lot of people in China and Brazil, because they're that paranoid about breaking the home button, they use accessibility mode. Have you thought about going down that route, especially with your eyesight?
2: Yeah, I mean, I've put on bold. Before I got my glasses, I I put on bold text and things like that. But um, I I played about with it and I made the text as big as possible. Uh, and I held out for as long as possible until I finally thought, okay, that's it. I, I've got to get glasses. Let's face it. You're getting old. And as soon as I put them on, that was it. It was like, well, night and day as they say, but, uh, and I just put all my old tech settings down to tiny, tiny, wee little settings. So, cause I could see them all crystal clear. The world took on new meaning because I'm only short sighted. So I'm no, I'm fine with distance and stuff like that. It's just infuriating. But you know, and I, I I can see what the phone says when I've got my glasses on. It's just it's distracting to look at it while I haven't got them on. Well,
1: I've just tried the, um, you know, the background thing where you're supposed to get fireworks and all that sort of jazz. It's definitely, definitely not working. I'm wondering if it's an iPhone 16 where you have to have an iPhone
2: no. 6S and above. No, because I've been sent them all day by various people.
1: Hmm. I wonder if it's, it can be because I'm on 10, what am I on, 10.001 0, 0, on the beta. I mean, surely yeah, that can But it works on my iPad. Not. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Turn it, turn it off and on again. Reset it. We, 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 do it, but it works anyway. It is working.
1: Well, we'll come. We, we'll do a bit more iOS uh, ten stuff in a minute because that's going to take up the whole of the show. We we also collaborated using Pages with its real time on real online, oh, real time online collaboration. What was your thoughts from your end? (laughs) Admittedly, it was a bit late, and we were both suffering from a bit of server lag. What were your thoughts on it? I Well, I was using it. What was you
2: doing it on first? The
1: iPhone. I was doing
2: it on the iPad and iPad Pro, and it was good. I mean, I could see you jumping around. Like Sometimes when we use Quip or things like that, it can get a bit distracting what the other person's doing. But I found this was quite quite handy i mean i i did forget because it's been so long since i used pages i thought how do i do a link i couldn't it was, <laughs> I was thinking how do, I, how do i do a link i could work it out uh and in the end it turns out turns out you just paste the link into the document hold your finger on it you'll get link settings and then you can change you can say what it displays as well as what the link is it goes to and that's how you do it in the end but um yeah it took me freaking ages to remember how to do that
1: yeah i mean i've been thinking about this today and f- I don't know if Apple should have maybe done all real-time online collaboration. I I can't work out if they've missed a the boat because when you're using, if you haven't used it, instead of seeing words or letters come up individually like you do on Quip or Google Docs, you just basically see complete chunks of text appear. Now, again, as you said, Carl and I, sorry, as we said, Carl and I both had internet issues. So it could just be that. But even so, you would expect for a beta and knowing just how well Google Docs and Quip of you know are owning the market right now, you would have thought Apple would have come out the gate with a little bit of a stronger thing. But I think we're gonna to have to reserve um, judgment on that because the Apple servers were being hammered. Um, so we'll see how it goes. But overall, not too bad. It's gonna be very interesting to see if Apple can improve on a beta because when they did a few other betas with, what was it, pages before they went real-time, you didn't really see much in the way of new features. It was all basically, you know, bug fixing, stability building. Um, I don't I just can't help but think it might be too little, too late for them to start entering into this thing. It feels like a, well, it almost was just like a Me Too sort of function. Well,
2: it is a Me Too. It is absolutely a Me Too. But then, you know, it's something that, a modern-day company needs to do. They need to be in that field, just like you know all the additions to iMessage are Me Too features as well. Uh, and Apple wasn't alone in it. Google was also caught with it. Yeah, but with the,
1: yeah, the but with, the, with the messages features, I feel like they've bought something to it. You know, they've they've actually implemented it and done it well. So yes, they have done what WhatsApp have done. But, the, but I don't know. I just really like new messages. And considering I berated it a few months ago, uh, I'm almost a convert. It's a little bit janky. Yeah. Uh, for example, if you're sharing um. locations with Yelp, you can only share locations that you've already searched for in the app. So basically, it's pulling the app's history. But you know, we are right on the cusp of this new thing. So it should only get better.
2: A lot, a lot of them are and again probably because I, things were just getting hammered yesterday. Some of them didn't work, like the IMDb uh, application didn't work for me. Uh, it was just coming up, well, it's blank basically. It's, it's all working today, so perhaps things obviously have calmed down. I mean, I, I've got to imagine the amount of downloads that must hit everybody as. You know, all the back end that all these companies have got, if people are suddenly updating, they've got loads of new features. Everybody tries to try out the new features straight away, at least the, the ones that are, you know, technically aware that they're there. So, not just Apple, but firstly, everybody must get hit with all kinds of, you know, spikes in, <laughs> in their expected um, uh, interaction with their various apps and services. And of course, a lot of it is Amazon doing the backbone of a lot of these. these um, Technologies, and uh, I dread to think. I dread. I, I know there are sites actually you can go to, and you can see internet activity. And there's always a huge spike whenever this goes you know apple does anything
1: you, you can uh, just say at uh, the next apple event and they're going to say on day one we had one million billion billion well, yeah, messages mean, it, sent it, in the first hour yeah exactly i'm sure they will i mean because look at
2: how many we've just done today me and just me and you let alone i mean uh, we're we, me and my mates are organizing a, a, a night out on friday and and all day all of us uh, this particular group of friends we're all on the um the apple platform so we was taking full advantage of all these things and i was doing it across my ipad my watch and my phone and just interacting we'll sending pictures and stupid little stickers and and glyphs and all these stupid things but but it was still an enjoyable conversation and we'll probably be doing this up until the day and then maybe we could share photographs and things like this uh Speaking of photographs, I did. I did leave it on charge overnight, and I woke up this morning, and I did start searching for things like bridges and boats, and they all did all come up, all found, it found everything, all that um, machine learning recognition. So I was quite surprised by that.
1: I'll tell you what I did well. find today. When I was I was playing around with a new Apple Maps, I've already found one. Uh, one, I'm going to do an experiment. I'm going to report a problem. It's it's not a problem, but it is. If you put down a route to drive, it takes you around one route. If you say walk it, it takes you uh, takes you a little bit shorter. But anyway, yep. um, oh yeah, I was, I was on. What was I doing? I was searching for something in work today, a cycle route, uh, and all it said on Apple Maps was parked car. And I thought, how on earth is that a place of Um, interest what you get
2: is what you get is in the past people because there's a guy someone near me who have actually put their house on because it's pulling it from various different um like catalogs and databases and things like this, which is why a lot of the time some things are way out of date. Like I just told it the other day, there's a fish shop that is listed that is no longer there. There was a garage, a petrol garage it was listed, in, which had been demolished like 10 years ago. And I said, this is no longer there. And within three days, they sent me a, an update saying, thank you very much for that. Here's the updated picture. But yeah, so you can, if you so wish, like on something like Yelp or or, or one of the other databases, enter Mark, Mark Towers or Mark's, moated house uh-huh. or whatever
1: uh, and it, it will appear given me ideas
2: thing well, was I don't suggest you do that
1: <laughs> oh d- the lord giveth the lord taketh away thing was i had a look and it was actually my car it said parked
2: car oh, and i thought but that's yeah that's a parked car that's one of the options sorry i thought you'd meant it was an actual landmark
1: well that's why so I, I did. that's what I, that was out, exactly my first thought it's like you know i was in work checked it it says oh parked car and I, it was only when yeah. i zoomed out the map and looked at the location i thought that can't be where I'm working. So, so it is. That's one,
2: of the, that's one of the features of the new map. So when you stop driving, it detects that you've driven. The speed's obviously gone off to nothing. And then you start walking away. It detects where you left, where it imagines you left your car. And then it will just say you've left your car here. And then when you come back to it, you'll, you'll have an image, well, a little icon saying your car. So you don't lose it in like the Disney car park, for example, which is huge.
1: I never knew that that was one of the, that, that's def, that's going on the list of unsung features for Maps. Overall, um, I'm sort of fairly impressed with Maps. It seems to be finding a little bit more traffic it seems to be What well, um well, Sorry, sorry I are jotting around all over the place again the one thing I do like is on the home screen now where you uh, I've had uh, I've adopted the home screen it says 50 minutes to get home and then it says 30 minutes to get home and I'm like oh, so they finally sort of caught up and made it you yeah, not made it useful but they've caught up which is uh, it's almost like oh this is how iOS should have been this is what we've all been wanting for for the longest time. The only thing is, unfortunately, because I'm a Waze user
2: here in London, whereas many, many, many other Waze users, so it's still not as good at getting me around traffic as Waze. Even ironic, even though ironically, it does pull information from Waze as well. I just don't think it gets it as real time as what the actual Waze app gets it, because it does appear on there. It's just like. Waves will take me round if there's a if there's a blockage on the M25 between junctions 25 and 24. Waves will say, "Oh yeah, go through, um, go through the, the the countryside and get round and join it at Potter's Bar and stuff like that." Whereas Apple Maps will just go, "No, go down the M25. It's fine." And then just as I join the M25, it go, "Oh, it's traffic ahead." <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like here's uh, the insult to injury. But is it going to get better? The more people use it, because I, you sort of sense when Phil Schiller and Craig Federico were out doing their run, they really, they were pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. And it, well, look at Ways. I mean, that wasn't any good. Sorry, that, it was good to start off with, but yeah, it's gone better with the more people, is it? Have you done? Have you actually done the test recently? Then, if you said, right, I'm going to randomly stop here and just see what iOS 10 Maps takes me. If it's going to be the same direction as Ways. Or do you not no, norm- trust it that normally, much?
2: Normally, if you stop and you just do a snapshot image, they normally pretty much say, go the same way. Because they both give you alternative routes. And they basically they always say the same way. What, what makes wow. way so much better is as you begin, it's constantly referring to... Is this still the best route? Is this still the best route? And then eventually it will say, "There's a better route here." There, we, I'm detecting there's a, like traffic on the M25 and stuff like this, and it will uh, notify me and I'll route me around that much faster. At least in the past. And you remember the problem is with these maps and these navigation things is you'll never know unless you've got two of them set up running at the same time on your dashboard. You're never going to know because it's it's horses for courses, isn't it? I mean, if, if the only way to truly test it is three people with a destination with three different apps and three different cars all setting up at the same time and see who gets there through London or some other big metropolis because it's it's and even then I really unless something massively untoward happens it's not going to be that much of a difference unless you like sit you get stuck on the M25 because you know, some poor sods had an accident and there's just nowhere you can go. But I live in London. If, if there's a blockage on the main road, I just go down the back doubles, you know, because I know London and I haven't had to take knowledge to do that, but I can get you anywhere in London you want to go pretty quickly without using main roads most of the time. But uh, I I mean, Waze seems to adapt with that knowledge because it's always watching. It's always watching where you are and it's always sending that information back to its servers and it's doing the same to every other user. Whereas Apple has said, that we are not sending any information back. And at least on the actual navigation part, that might not hurt hurt them really, because most people won't even mind. I mean, you never know if there's a if there's a shorter route, or you never know if there's a faster route. You're just on the route you're going to if you don't know the location. Um so no most people never know if there's an alternative route that's faster. It's just if you've got no local knowledge, you can be any sat nav, it doesn't matter. You know, it could be the best in the world. If you've got local knowledge, you're going to beat it. And Waze, what Waze does is it watches you. And if it sees that there's a route that you take a lot, (laughs) it will share that route with other people. And then suddenly your quick route isn't as fast as it used to be because it's sending other people down that bloody route. I
1: remember once when I was used to live in Birmingham, if I was ever stuck in traffic, all you had to do is wait for the white van to peel off and just follow that because you knew... They knew they knew the way. Um, well, we sort of covered this one already about iOS 10 uh, update brick some devices within the first hour of release. You mentioned it earlier on. So, what did you have to do to get your device unbricked after it had been so, bricked? What and what did brick?
2: So, well, like I say so I started off. It came. It came up. Release date released up ready go i instantly set off the apple tv i set off the um ipad pro i set off the phone uh there was an itunes update as well on the mac so i did the itunes update bang straight through straight away i've done the apple tv bang straight through not a problem i love um the dark mode by the way on the apple tv but neither here nor there. Then the iPad Pro and the iPad Pro took about 10 minutes to download. It went through it all, it went through the start, it went through adding the update and then it came back with the little graphic of plug your lightning cable <laughs> into iTunes. Uh-oh, because I've heard about this in the past. And so I plugged it in and it said, it's fouled. Um, do you want me to try and get it from iTunes? And I went, yes. And it that went and downloaded it from iTunes, then applied it and that was fine and that worked. It came back to life. Then I went online and I started seeing loads and loads well, I say loads. It's hard to tell, isn't it, on Twitter? But a lot of people, a significant amount of people were saying it's brick my device, it's brick my device. And then the various like technology people started to come back and say, just plug it in to iTunes and it will eventually update and, and you'll be fine. However, it did you know, Apple have been going on for so long about you don't need a Mac anymore with an iPad, for example. So I can't imagine there's a significant amount of people out there now who only have an iPad, and I don't know what they would have done. They maybe have to go into uh, See a Genius or something, I guess, to to get it unbricked because I there's I, as far as I know there's no other way of doing it. You had to plug it into a Mac or a PC and hook it up to iTunes. Anyway, so. Then the phone, like I say, the phone did exactly the same thing because it was already so far along I couldn't stop it. Um, and then while that was going off, while that bricked, then Apple came out with the notification or the statement that, yes, there was a server error. We fixed it now. Only the first people in the first hour should be affected. <laughs> that's probably quite – and not everyone as well. I, I thought was still that's going to be a significant amount of people, but they said it wasn't. That I don't know. And uh, again, so again, I took the phone off hooked it up to itunes and this is where virgin decided to go down to point zero five connection speed and that download of that particular piece of software took five hours to complete that was the killer ouch and so that was it and of course while that was going on i couldn't update the watch because that was also you obviously had to do that from the iphone so that was just sitting there and i couldn't leave it either because i couldn't go to work today without a phone i just wouldn't be able to do that because i depend on it so much to get me around uh, and so i had to wait i had to wait and i had to wait and i had to wait and if it wasn't like for you know it wasn't for the fact that virgin went down on me it wouldn't have been an issue because i have got a mac to plug plug the phone into it's just unfortunate i mean these things happen i understand that we live in this world it's complicated but again this keeps happening to apple And it's not everybody is affected, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it'll still be, if you're bitten by this and you don't know what's going on, it's going to hurt and you you might get worried and scared and you'll start to blame Apple for that. Probably rightly so as well. But you know, it's not, it's not the be it's not the end of the world in most cases, but I can understand why people might think it is because it's kind of scary. If you, if you don't know about computers and things like this, and all of a sudden your phone stops working and it's got some, weird icon on the front and it's not responded in any shape way or form you know because it's literally a picture a, a low picture of the itunes logo and a cable pointing to it now if you don't if you don't know what that means
1: that's gotta be terrifying and yeah that's it you've got to know where to look and you can imagine that a great deal of proportion of iphone users aren't going to be they're not going to be the geeks. They're going to be just the people who go, oh, I've seen the presentation. I just want it to work. And just to break off, it's working. I found out if you're out there like me and you've been wondering why your, um, what's it, the custom stickers, the flashy backgrounds, mm-hmm. the message effects aren't working in iOS 10, go into your iPhone, go into general in settings, go to accessibility, scroll down a bit and choose reduced motion, disable that, and the new iMessage effects will start working. it's weird. <laughs> I can now send fireworks. It's now I working.
2: I've just got a ping on my Mac that says sent balloons to me. So thanks for that, Mark. You sent me
1: balloons. I, I, it won't let me send anything other than balloons, though. That's why I don't understand. No, you, f- you flick to the right. You I have to. Oh, hang on. Mm, oh, we there go. we are.
2: Oh, God. <laughs> Guess what's happening tomorrow? Oh, God. I might forget my glasses on purpose tomorrow. <laughs> oh, here we go. Now he sent me lasers.
1: I like the laser one. Although I can I can imagine that's exactly why Apple have put two new processors in their phones for <laughs> low power. Because all these messages are just going to be crashing the battery. You, what's been your battery life then on your watch uh, and on your phone today now you've had them? Have you... Oh good point. Let me have a look. I
2: I'm down to seventeen percent on my watch. <laughs> but um yeah, that's because you lot have been texting me and stuff all day long with it. But it's, <laughs> it's still got me free. I started remember I start at four thirty in the morning. Um and I've been using it all day and I've been had it on all day because 'cause I've been trying to check what you guys have been sending me, which is hard to do on a watch because you got hold it I gotta hold it so far away from me without having it.
1: Well, Are you one of those people um, now that when you sit down and have a coffee or something like that, you have to sit cross-legged and really hold the newspaper far away and look and peer for well, your spectacles? Because
2: well, I've got my glasses. I, I, I'm fine now, as long as I remember the dumb things.
1: Uh, I haven't got a chain for them yet. I've not gone that far, but I don't think it's far off in my future. Well, you should get one, because then you won't lose your earpods as well. They could double up. Can I just say, look, see, there we go, right? All that negativity about those earpods... I d-
2: I think I said it on my show. I think I said it when I was talking to Richard. Right? Seriously, what have we become? If we are, if we are seriously concerned about dropping little things, what on earth are we doing? Uh, I had this we in work to use, today. Why are, we, why are we allowed to use door keys? Why are we allowed to do anything? Are we such idiots in this day and age that we go, oh well, if you give me six more, I'm obviously going to
1: lose it because I'm stupid. I mean, for God's sake, what is wrong with the general? Well, let me explain it work. like this. <laughs> oh, will <Robin>, somebody? <laughs> Because I was at work today, yes, I had to use the same board and slam a clip in there. I was at work today, and we talk about the earpods, and they say, "Oh yeah, they look really interesting, but it could kill my child." <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, what? Oh, well, wow, that that's just that's just a choke hazard waiting to happen." I'm going, "Yeah, but it's like anything in your house. It looks too much like a sweet. It looks like too much. It looks like it will appeal to a child too much." I said, "If it's 159 quid, you pretty much guarantee you're gonna tell them not to eat it." Oh yeah, but the type of children who are going to eat that aren't going to understand uh, words. Shout at them; they will soon understand that. <laughs> Oh, I yeah.
2: did a little bit of choking, soon so, showed me as a child what I could and couldn't swallow.
1: And <laughs> I'm uh, here, I'm waiting for so to do this, right, we've had the drop test, we've had scuff gates. what's the, uh, <laughs> what's the other one? I think we've got to have poo gate. Can you pass oh, one of these through your bowels and have it still work? Oh,
2: no, don't, 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 don't. But it could be a feature though, if they want to build lots of health things into that, that <laughs> you get those sort of pills that you swallow and they go all the way through you. But uh Well I've just see. Uh, I just I just I it just it's just one of those things that is such a nonsense to me. And it's one of those things, let's make an issue out of it. And it always comes from Americans I'm sorry I'm sorry to say I don't know if it's your litigious society and and stuff like this but si- I mean I've read so many people on so many blog things well you know you're gonna lose it a- I said it and I admit I said it to myself on this very show last week I said it like yeah you are probably lose a bit in any e- like five minutes because I'm stupid because I'm a man right but bloody hell let's 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 stop being idiots let's stop proving to the world that we're a bunch of idiots and actually take some responsibility in our lives again i know a lot of it's been taken away from us but let's try and gain some of it back because seriously we're not idiots but we like to act like one especially me think afterwards.
1: of the children think of the children you might swallow it i said, well, they can swallow the a lanyard but it, this is the thing it's it's a, there's a bit of outrage that Apple would produce such a small headphone and children could swallow it. I said, well, they could swallow an earbud. You know, the ones that they come up. And they said, oh, yeah, but you could pull that out. I'm, pride- I'm no doctor. <laughs> if Dr. Richard Hartness is listening to this, could you give us some sort of medical reasoning to see if that would actually be possible? This was the conversation I had in work today. How was your day?
2: <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm speechless. <laughs> I just, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I know, I know the media's made us all dumb. So perhaps it's we reap what we sow. So I don't know.
1: I mean, this was, and then there was a brilliant. This is on the back of the conversation. I said it could be worse. They go, what do you mean? Said you could have had a Samsung. What do you mean? I said, well, wow. no, no, don't
2: go there. Oh, right, don't go there. Be classier than that, Mark. Don't no,
1: there's it. it it's yes. a it's a be, p- airline pilot are not allowing be, this device. Be classy. Be classy, I would, A friend of mine's Don't a copper, kick and I when gonna, they're
2: down. If, if it was happening to Apple, would you like Samsung people to go on about it?
1: I would do an appropriate notice on this podcast of a advisory nature. But
2: if I'm saying if the if the roles have been reversed, would you now? What about if you had Samsung fangs kicking Apple when they're down?
1: They do anyway. I know, but... Oh, it's nothing but a copy on. of Android, or Android did this first.
2: You have to step back and say, no, I'm better than that. Well, I will not take the cheap joke. <laughs> I will stand
1: back and I'll say, that's sad, because... Twitter you know, made me do it, because there was a Twitter today said, <laughs> the one feature the iPhone 7 has, which the Galaxy Samsung Note 7 doesn't, it doesn't catch on fire. Uh, well, I've got that's to...
2: Twitter for you, isn't it? What do you expect from Twitter, for God's sake? I mean, Motorola took a stab at it as well. You, it, it made me remember, remind me, actually, that it, although we go on about Apple and Android being at each other's throats, supposedly, they're not. It's complete nonsense. But the cutthroat industry is really Android manufacturers against Android manufacturers because they're all mm. fighting for the same market. It doesn't matter what Apple does because, you know. Apple's the only one that makes an Apple phone. But if you're Motorola and you're making an, an Android device and you're HTC and you're making an Android device and Samsung's doing it as well and all those other... That Chinese company, its name escapes you at the moment, if they're all eating into your lunch, you are not their friend.
1: <laughs> I, I, had a, I had to look after... Sorry, I had to fix a Motorola G today and I've got to say that was quite a nicely built phone it did remind me a lot of the iphone 3gs in some respects which was one of my favorite designs i don't know a lot of people could disagree with me but i i did like that one that was uh it wasn't a bad phone you know at all the three that was the plastic one wasn't it it was in it was in a nice case so maybe that might have stuff to it but no it was it was nice and fast had a good set of features um really responsive so on that side of things you know i all right, yeah, I've taken a Mickey out of Android before, but yeah, honestly, it wasn't that bad, I've got to say. But they're not. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Most modern-day phones will not be bad.
2: They shouldn't be bad. I mean, we've gone beyond that. We've gone beyond the stage where if you sell a crap device, you're not going to sell that device to anyone unless it's, like, so cheap. It doesn't matter. It's from some company that you've never heard of that you can't pronounce that you get an instruction manual that is in jib- complete gibberish but most people don't do that now i mean most people can get contract phones uh not pay an arm and a leg for them and they're perfectly fine i mean even the amazon phone was apparently was perfectly fine it just didn't find an audience unfortunately there's uh, and we've got you know i don't I, I don't like i don't mind companies copying from other companies because you know if if android comes up with something that is game-changing then i want apple eventually to copy it and i don't care that they've copied it and i don't care if android copies that something that apple's done that's that's the, the nature of 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 like computing and, and existence you imagine if a car came out the, the ford model t come out with its steering wheel and its pedals and everything and then he said oh well this is our steering wheel you can't have a steering wheel did you just
1: borrow did. that from the feedback yeah.
2: no really no i don't want you to but anyway i'm just oh, saying, okay that's, just, <laughs> uh, that's what i'm saying you, uh, you know so if someone um uh like stuck a notice on the door once you create a door that's it right you can't create a door no more it can't open towards you and, and <laughs> we live in a world where unfortunately all these things are have to be copied you can't you can't you know an apple was cheeky at the beginning with their slide to unlock and all those other things that they did I can't, I, I can't blame them for trying to secure those things but they're they, you know it's so obvious that once you get into that sort of kind of form factor that's how you're going to have to interact with them but but that's the whole american patent system again and we most of us you know most people agree yeah, we it's fundamentally broken yeah because they'd rather just patent anything and then let the lawyer sort it out later because they just haven't got the manpower or the time or the expertise to do it. It's, i can fully understand that but yeah, it's just, it's just modern day living. And I don't, I, like I say, all I'm basically saying is I don't mind, it doesn't bother me because it doesn't affect my bottom line if Android nicks something from Apple, and it doesn't affect me if Apple nicks something for Android. I don't care. As a user, I just want myself and Android users to have the best experience that they can have. And if you want to get in some stupid turf war about, hey, you're an Android fanboy, oh, you're an Apple fanboy, then there's a door, non proprietary, use it and
1: go away. <laughs> Well I think we've just got the show title Non Proprietary Door. <laughs> Gotta try and spell proprietary, now right, What else have we got on what else have we got on our list to talk about this week? Uh let's have a look here. I don't want to go into that one just yet because I think that's going to be a bit of a, a big one. The iCloud music library was down for many users after updating to 12, 5, 1. Well, I don't know if it's just related to that, of the actual update to iTunes, or if it was a big server outage because I was trying to watch something and it said, this content will be ready in 56 minutes, 1 hour yeah, 30.
2: I've, I've just looked now. It's, it seems to be back up now. Let me just see if I can play something. Yeah. Uh, uh, come on, play site, play site, play site. You playing everything? I'm
1: picking site at random here. But it just goes to show, doesn't it? Like, yeah, with the with a company as big as Apple, with how much they're streaming day after day, or the millions and millions of downloads, you know, that must be happening week in, week out. And iOS 10 comes along and boom, everything dies. <laughs> well, uh, like I say,
2: that's that's. That's one of those things, isn't it? It's all down to percentages as well. Like I've said before, like you can say, "Oh, yeah, but only one percent of users were affected." Okay, well, if that's one percent of ten, then that's nothing. But that's one person. If that one percent is is like ninety million, then that's slightly more. So it's it's just it's, it's like I'm saying in in the technical age, it's it's something unfortunately you have to expect. And if you do rush in, if like if you do just instantly as soon as uh, is available you just rush out and install it blindly then you are taking that risk in this modern day and age unfortunately that's that's just you know because we're all humans all these things are made by human beings we might like to think they're all magical and and they're either conjured up by wizards or aliens but they're not they're conjured up, conjured up by human beings just like you and me and they are totally fallible they could have had a bad day and if there's one piece of code in in this anywhere then things can go disastrously wrong. Um, well,
1: know, the good news. Well, the good news is so far, it, you started this podcast, Carl, on ninety percent of your daily recommendation of activity. You've now got up to one hundred <laughs> six percent. Because I get worked up when I do it. I was just thinking. I was just looking in my watch, thinking, how animated is he getting behind the scenes? Because we don't have oh, the I Skype cam on at the moment because the bandwidth. I, do, I wave my arms around and everything when I I do it. Yeah. So well done. You are now 106%. You've burnt off. Woo-hoo. Can I mention your calorie burning thing? Or would you rather? So cow is a limit of 750 calories. And today he's burnt off 800. Me, uh, I've been off 1,220, but for some reason, my calories are set at 340. And in a minute, after we've done Nemo's Hardware Store, uh, we've got a few questions about health, so stay tuned for that. Our final story today is... I, I think I'm going to hand this one over to you Is this one. Apple is already facing a lawsuit, a class action suit... With regards to the iPhone 7, yes, it's not even been in the hands of people. The suit filed in the U.S. District Court in Northern California says that Apple is prioritizing new customers over people who already own iPhones and want to purchase the iPhone 7 via the iPhone upgrade program. Now, this seems to be the same as banks, mobile phone companies, broadband providers, new house providers, uh, new customers in general. So, no, no. All, all, yeah. So, like, where say, where yeah, is this expectation come from? It just says you will get a new iPhone. Does it say anywhere in the small print that you will, or as a colleague pointed out to me today, it doesn't show anywhere that it doesn't say that.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing, isn't it? This is why when you agree to get like iOS ten or whatever, there's a huge EULA and none of us read it because it's like 58 pages long or something ridiculous we just go yep accept that and it's not just apple who do that it's every single service that does that we've we're all tired with various things that are binding us supposedly and and we'll get hit but this is people who had an expectation and that expectation wasn't met i can you know (sighs) You know, because the new shiny comes out, they think that they are in a deal where they're going to get priority and it was kind of worded like it is getting priority and Apple have opened up a hotline. So if you call them, you will talk to a human being and they will try and get you a better deal. Apple have acknowledged there was a problem with this. They are trying to make more phones uh, available for people who want to go in and collect them on day, if not on the actual day of release, then shortly after that. Uh, and it's something they acknowledged. It was the first time. Remember, it's the first time this has actually been an effect. So it was introduced last year, and this is the, the refresh year for anyone. Like, you know, we got this now in the UK. I think Richard Richard Harkness is taking advantage of this this program. So he'll be able to um, do this next year, for example. But again, it's, it's that, it's that situation where just where expectations were met and, Even and what
1: expectations I, I can, were can, there to me? I mean, the it,
2: expectation were as soon as you like, because you've given them your X amount of money, you should have a priority because you're a special person. And I, although that's not something I, but my, I would necessarily subscribe to I understand in this in this place that we live currently in this world. There's a lot of people out there who think they are God's gift and they should be treated like everybody owes them a favor for just existing. And it's always the same sort of people. And it's I'm not going off on another rant. I'm not doing three rants on one show. They would just go and there. check your activity like, ring, or see so be able to check if but, you're in rant mode. I understand why people get upset, but I also understand, you have to I also have to look at it and think, oh my God, this is a first world problem. Seriously, if you do not get your phone that on day and date of release, but it takes you a few weeks to get hold of it, so what? Seriously, so what? Within a few weeks of that, you're not even gonna care anyway. It'll just be a new a phone that you are using just like the old one. We I, I don't know if this little The sphere that we follow is just so much more of an echo chamber than the rest of the world. It probably is because we seem to be a lot of self-entitled people in this little sphere that we're in. And it is absolutely driving me crazy. And I know we all fall for it every now and again. We all go, as human beings, we all find ourselves in this situation. Like our food doesn't come quick enough. Like, I I see McDonald's, like someone's, oh, I've had to wait 10 minutes for my burger. Seriously, it's a poor guy behind. Anyway, but anyway, don't get me started on that one as well. Um, but I, at least
1: you can get just, food delivered there. I mean, we, blimey,
2: <laughs> we just we just live in an entitled world nowadays, and. You know, there are certain lawyers in the States who will take advantage of anything. They'll jump on anything because they think they'll get a quick buck out of it because they'll tell people who might not necessarily think of suing anyone. But, oh, yeah, here's a class action. We'll put this notice out there. If you were somehow affected, join in. You might get a small settlement. But even if you do get a small settlement, we're going to get a big settlement uh, just uh, for Stick, supposedly sticking up for you in your amendment rights and all that nonsense, but again, I think it's the same. Basically, just affects America, and it's just it's just part of that DNA. And I don't mean to offend Americans in any shape, way, or form by that. It just seems from an outsider looking into the, the the United States of America, which I love, I love that country, but every time it just comes to things like litigation, I just it just makes me shake my head. I, I it just seems they want to... It's a drop yeah, of a hat. society, isn't it? If, if yes, there's a
1: reason yes, to be outraged, someone will
2: find it. Uh, it seems to, like poisoning the, the, the water supply or chopping down forests or destroying sacred monuments, I can understand that. But when it comes to a flipping phone that you're not going to get for a two weeks later, that's that's crazy.
1: What phone did you order then, in the end?
2: Oh, yeah. So um, <laughs> I jumped straight on on Friday, and I was going for the Jet Black. Uh, and I I went through the whole little process, a few screens, and it suddenly said, six to eight weeks, this will be available. I went, oh, back up, back up, back up, back up, because I thought, I can't wait. I don't want to wait six to eight weeks. Um, See, what I should have done at that point is take to Twitter, and gone,
1: I can not Outrage,
2: class action suit. So anyway, I backed up, and I went for the... um, the the matte black stealth black i'm going to call stealth because i think it's stealthy and uh, and i went for that and that was 6 to 9 days i think and I'm i okay, live with that and i ordered that one and then i went through and i ordered the series watch 2 uh series watch series 2 i mean and again i got the same colors as my previous one which is the uh sports black one um and i'm looking forward to that coming i've ordered <laughs> ordered a few new straps to uh get that that will be here on friday hopefully if all goes well Uh, And I shall be rocking it over the weekend.
1: I'm just trying to look at something with regards to the iPhone 6 and 6 Plus. Am I thinking the iPhone 6 came with one gig of RAM and the 6S came with two?
2: That's, I believe so. I, I mean, it's a year ago since I read that. I uh, it, yeah. yeah I've, and I've, I think 7 Plus comes with 3. But again, we will not know that until I fix it, get hold of it and, and tear it down.
1: Yeah, because GSM Arena are claiming that it's only got 2. And I can seem to remember some official list site saying uh, it, there was 3 gig. Now The reason I ask is, I think iOS 10 works, but I, what I have noticed, it seems to be busier in the processing no, you, department. You, uh, yeah, but it will I even be. had to it check a be, board.
2: It will be between twenty four to forty eight hours. It will be totally maxed out all the time. Because it's re it's doing all the respotlight all the spotlight scans in the background. It's doing loads of things while it's trying to settle down. So never judge your battery life within the first one to two days of doing a, a huge a, a zero a point zero update.
1: Oh no, no, it it's uh, but,
2: doing it's doing so much, so much so so many things behind the scenes that you just would not believe. And then it will settle down. And then if you're still having problems after that, try a hard reset. And if you're still having problems after that, then check that battery shaming stuff and see if you've got an Iran app, because there's always...
1: Oh, yes. Always I find a couple of them.
2: An updated app is going to cause issues um, until they push an update for them.
1: And the other reason I say it is that, um, for the first time in as long time as I can remember, I saw the checkerboard. Do you know what I mean by that? Where we had the older iPhones and you could scroll uh, without so outside the boundaries of what was on the screen and you'd see the checkerboard whilst it was loading up and I thought I've not seen this in ages. Blimey. And mm-hmm. it does definitely feel like it's a little bit more heavier. It's by no means unusable and by no means has the frame rate dropped mm. or it doesn't feel like it's dropped. And considering I spent most of my time in low power mode it wasn't that bad but it just definitely has that feel of being more ram intensive and let's face it for what new features are in ios 10 what it's doing that's not too bad right we've got Go on. when are you getting your phone because one thing you've got
2: to make sure, because now we're getting all this health stuff and all the passwords and stuff on our phones. When you come when you get your new phone, unless you're if you're doing a fresh install, then great, off you go. Just take out the box and start it straight away once you sign into iTunes and stuff like this. If you wanna keep all your data, all your health data and things like this, you've got to do a secure backup via iTunes. You can't do it over the air, as far as I'm aware. So make sure if you wanna keep all your activity data that you've been correct collecting over the last year or so to hook it up to iTunes and tick that little box to say, do a secure backup because otherwise it's all going to go.
1: Excellent advice. We just had a live Twitter while we're recording the show coming in from Gordon Jackson that I'm just adding into the show notes. Right. We've got quite a bit of feedback to go through. So let's crack on with Nemo's hardware store. And this week, John's got something from OtterBox. is it? Let me, I should know this. I put it in the Blinking document and I've rejigged the document now I can't find it. He's got some from Otterbox, the Oloclip. So John,
3: over to you. The good people at Oloclip and Otterbox have combined with something called the Universe Case System. The lens from Oloclip, that's O L L O C L I P, is the four in one lens, Fisheye, Wide Angle, Macro 10X, and Macro 15X. I have reviewed these at mymac.com and they are outstanding lenses. $80 $80 for the set of four. It's too difficult to describe. So you'll have to go to the website to see how the lenses work. You get four lenses out of two and you flip them around and you tuck them into the corner of your case to get them to work with your phone. And the case that OtterBox has provided, it's called the Universe Case System. Expand your phone's features with swappable modules. These cases come in black or white. They're tough, rugged, rubbery hard plastic cases with a little slotting panel at the bottom rear that slides out so you can add different modules to them. You have to look at the videos and the content on the websites of both Oloclip and OtterBox to see how these actually work. In the case of the Oloclip lenses, you insert your phone into the case and then you snap the frame that contains the lenses onto the top over where the lens is on your camera. And it works either front or back. And again, the video and the web description will explain it quite well. I have used outer box cases for years, and I've used Olo Clip lenses for years, and each one has a great reputation world class. So, Mark will have the UK prices. Please spend some time studying the websites for both of these products Olo Clip 4 in 1 lens, macro 15x, macro 10x, wide angle, and fisheye. It's actually two different lenses and you unscrew the lens element of each of the two to expose the other two lenses that are hidden underneath. You'll see when you look at the video and see how it's done. As far as the universe system from Otterbox, this is the first product that we've had, the Olo Clip 4-in-1 lens. And lots of other companies are going to make various tripod mounts and other accessories that slot into the bottom part where the panel comes out and taps in to either the lightning port at the bottom or some other way of accessorizing the accessory. Thanks for listening. Back next week, Nemo's Hardware Store.
1: As always, John, thank you very much. You can find the OtterBox Ollo clip from $79.99 in the USA or $69.99 in the UK, or you can buy just the individual clips. And I think they start from around about $60 onwards. And of course... You can buy this from Amazon. And you know what that means? You click on our link in the show notes or go to the website centralapple.com or follow us on the Twitter and use our link there. You buy anything from Amazon, anything at all, we get a very small kickback and it all goes back in to help make this show possible. Including getting some up-to-date software so I can monitor reviews a little bit easier. Because last week I was lamenting the fact that we had no feedback. Carl said we did, and then lo and behold, at the show ended the email came in to say you have three new reviews so we're going to come to those shortly we just had some real time feedback from gordon jackson on the twitter am i getting old or is ios 10 a little bit complex um no i i think there's a lot to it's, learn
2: there's a lot to learn yes it's always um Whenever there's a big point zero update, there are a lot of new things, and as we do get older, we do not necessarily like that so much. But if you've been, if you've been aware that this is coming, and there's so many videos like I out there on YouTube, and there's so many articles, I'd highly recommend iMore. Anything you want to learn about the new OSs, go and check out iMore guides. They're absolutely fantastic. You will learn, uh, and and you will realize that. Uh, Okay, maybe something you've done in the past has slightly changed, or a new function has got rid of an old function. And um, but yes, there's always that moment where this is new. I, I don't like it because this is new. And then once you once you reteach yourself that skill of you know that process, you're okay again. And within a few days or weeks it's it's gone and it's become second nature again But it's just you if you've got strong memory muscle that takes a while to break down and learn and you can say well i don't want change i don't want anything to change and nothing will if you want to do that then we'd all still be living in caves and things like this so things have to move on and as we get older unfortunately that becomes harder and harder i mean i'm struggling with it there's loads of new things on this ios update at the moment that i'm still not 100 percent but I'm prepared to like take the time and dig in and, and make sure I understand how to work. I mean, I've got to. I've got to come on this show and try and pretend I sort of know what I'm talking about every week, even though I completely wing it. But <laughs> yeah, I do actually. Anyway, but, but no, I have to know basically what I'm I'm trying to talk about. And, and you learn. You learn. You always learn. There's always things in Apple OS, uh, especially on the Mac, and now especially on iOS as well. There's tiny little things in there hidden and people would discover them now. These things are out in the wild. Like, for example, the the parking thing. That
1: I just Mark yeah, I was just going to say. I yeah. had no idea that feature even existed. And that's a. Yeah.
2: Uh, and, and the only reason I know is because I read an article and i more about it. So that's how I know it was there.
1: So thanks, Gordon, for getting in touch. Right, let's go. Uh, have I have I got a, have I got a um, a feedback sound clip? I don't think I have. Have I? Right, that's on the list for next week. We've got three lots of uh, feedback to go through um I'll start first I think so this is coming from Evan King on August the 30th funny entertaining and positive Has he got the right show Oh, well. I live in the US and found your show through Apple News. Well, that's good. Um, I haven't been able to find our own show on there for a while. I now listen to your show every week and enjoy its nice blend of funny moments with current events in technology. I also want to point out the positive nature of the show, since many others don't have the jovial feel as this one does on Apple Podcasts. Thank you very much. That's exactly what we aim for. I find myself smiling at the overall happy nature of the show, and I feel well informed by the end. Again. Has he got the right show? I've been listening since August. I look forward to hearing what you have to say this September onwards. Excellent. Thank you very much for the feedback. It's always really good to hear people, especially from the US of A. And if you want to get in touch with the show, you can do so and find the Twitter at Essential Apple. Let us know where you're from or show us where you listen from. Even better. So the next one, Carl, over to you.
2: I just I just like to say, so on the show we get a review from the USA. That's the show I decided like. <laughs> <laughs> take a bit of a knocking against them without their, uh, their their legal stuff okay
1: it's at times like so, this I wish sorry. there was a live way to see your heart rate when we when <laughs> when the realisation happens let's just go and check no you're still at 106% you're fine no, no, no. have you been doing your um yogi by the way I've, uh, I've, yeah, I did the breathing thing Um,
2: I did I, I felt quite relaxed for doing that my heartbeat did go down it went down to it's probably still high for everyone else it went down to 79 or 73 oh that's not bad um,
1: is it well, my okay. resting heart rate yesterday got down to sixty-two. Uh, when I cycled this morning, when I thought I was going to be late, my heart rate maxed out at one hundred and ninety-two. That's the wow. highest it's ever been, and it's. I said to my colleague, "I should technically be dead." So <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah, that's what happens when you live, when you think you're going to be late for work. Uh, sorry, Carl, go on. Right, so our next review
2: is from Just Stardust from the UK, set on August 20th. Uh, headline, it's okay, I suppose. Actual content of the review, it's okay, I suppose. So is that the very definition of faint praise there? Thank you very much.
1: But we're you easy and we'll take it. we haven't seen
2: how many stars they gave us. I even, even marked this.
1: Oh, no, you're right. Um, right, let's play Musical Interlude and let me go find that now. <laughs>
2: Oh, they're all five stars. There you go. Good stuff. Right, welcome back Thank in. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for our five stars there that Mark's just discovered.
1: <laughs> and also, Evan King. Hopefully, there'll be some seamless editing there and nobody will notice. If I don't forget to edit out the bit that I said there's going to be some seamless Podcast editing. Anyway, the next one is by someone called Dino UK eighty seven from the UK on August thirteenth. I had to reinstall the, uh, the podcast app to review this. A happy name, Mark. Are you? Love listening to the show on my gold plated iPad Pro. Yes, the big <laughs> iPad Pro. No half measures for me. This podcast feels like a few guys talking in a pub about Apple, mostly because they sound a wee bit drunk. I mean, you beat well, yeah, Carl. Normally, he, he takes one for the team most weeks. Paralytic, yeah, Paralytic Olympics. That's what we. That's what we need to start off. And you just sat over a table, eavesdropping on what they have to say. The voyeur in me loves this format. Okay, starting to get a bit, little bit weirded <laughs> out. But well, thanks. a little
2: bit too much information there. Thank you very much, Dean.
1: Yes, thank you very much. And as always, please, 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 you don't have to be like Dean and use the podcast <laughs> app. You can go That and doesn't just, sound good. That does not sound good, Mark. You don't have to be like Dean. <laughs> you you can do it the simple way. You can click Recommend Us on Overcast. You can go into the, the podcast app on the iPhone or use the big, clunky desktop computer thing that I know he happens to do some developing on and has yet to give me a beta invite for whatever he's working on. Just saying. Right, we've now got an email. This is a big one from Gordon, uh, who I mentioned earlier on. I think long time listener to the show, Gordon has emailed us. Yes, this is our very, very first email to the show. What better timing as it's health and Apple Watch relating. So we'll take this one, one step at a time. Morning, chaps. I have a couple of things for the show, which I thoroughly enjoy, by the way. First, the car. I've had a long ponder about this, and I think that a company such as Apple is very well-placed to completely revolutionise our future transport. how, How have I come to this? Now, bearing in mind, this was received a week ago before, apparently, Apple sacked off a load of people. But we'll keep going. Well, if you take a step back and look at just how we move around, since we transitioned from the horse and cart, we haven't really come much further than the Model T. This is because car manufacturers can only see what's in front of them. In fact, they cannot be trusted to develop electronic driverless modes of transport, as they really just want things to stay as they are. Apple have no long-term association with the oil companies and don't have to retain an existing car-making industry. They have much better access to things like battery technologies and, of course, software to make it all come together. If you think how long it's taken for a car maker to integrate, sorry, if you think how long it's taken a car maker to integrate such technology, anyway. That's my take on it. Discuss. I think you're right. Uh, that my, yeah, I mean, you could
2: you could exp- you could like apply all of that to exactly what um, t- uh, uh, Elon Musk has done with Tesla. He ha- he is because the the electric car was popular at some point, mainly in California, somewhere around the 80s, I think it was. Uh, and there's there's a fantastic documentary about it, about who killed the electric car, and it basically just shows how the fuel and the oil industries and the the manufacturers conspired to get this thing off the road away from them as soon as possible because you are you they were affecting an industry that makes billions and billions of dollars and if you do if you you know you're crazy if you think that these big companies are not going to get their hands dirty to protect their their cash cow you're crazy because that kind of money it doesn't matter how many people get in the way they're just going to continue doing the thing that they want to do we've done it for centuries we our economies run off fuel uh, you know off oil prices and things like this countries exist purely because they export ex, export oil to the rest of the world and that which makes them rich and that's what makes them powerful we're in a situation where we're beholden to these companies uh, countries and we have to suck up some of the terrible things that they they do um, but we will never say, "Oh, this country needs a regime change," because they give us their oil, our oil. So we, have, we we live in that world, unfortunately. But you know, Elon Musk has come along, and 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 other companies, green companies, who who have said there is there is an alternative now. We, there is a real alternative, and these things are slowly becoming more um, economical. And when it does eventually, I think reach that tipping point where your average motorist it becomes reasonable for them to take up an electric car rather than uh, a fuel a petrol driven car then you will start to see that swing from fuel to electrics start to increase much more of course there's lots of other issues you've got to deal with at the same time as well like where we're going to have all these charging points uh, is the grid going to be able to you know accept all these additional burdens like for example you know things like this and but again they are you know apple tesla Google, all these, all these manufacturers who are, all these tech companies who are supposedly getting into this this sphere, are gonna still encounter massive resistance from this, these, these companies and countries that, for them, keep the status quo as exactly as it is because that's all we want. We want to produce this product, and. You know, supposedly, we was, I wasn't going to run out of oil in the 1979s or something, uh, you know, but we're still doing it. It's still yeah, pumping out of the ground like that, yeah. as fast as possible. It's, it's 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 just one of those things. We And and you know, we, we're responsible for that as well because we want cheap fuel. We You know, we go to the pump and we go, bloody hell, it took 60 quid to, ch- to fill my car up, but we still pay it because what else are we going to do? Um,
1: it's just, well, the thing a, that... Um, Well, I asked this question in work because in work, we've got a a BMW i3 and I was, you know, instantly, you know, BMW i3, I went, oh, what really? You know, how can a, how can, how can any company afford to get this brand new BMW electric car? And when they sat down and told me about it, they said it's cheaper than the equivalent diesel Fiesta. And I went, yeah, whatever. And it's something like £3,200 a year, which, okay. Yeah, that's a fair old chunk of change for a car that you're never gonna own, but you never have to service it. You never have to MOT it. You don't have to do anything. You all you have to do is charge it up and drive it. I said, Well, how is it cheaper than yeah, the equivalent Fiesta or I think it was maybe as like ten pound more than a, a, a some Toyota thing they run about. And it all came down. To the resale value of the car because it's going to be worth more at the end, and I thought that is absolutely amazing. And if you look at how the car industry is going now, all the adverts we have here in the UK are pretty much all about leasing your car. They really are trying to get you away from buying uh, you know, from buying your car. So I think maybe, just maybe, we're we're moving into that direction. But the, my thought on this, this afternoon was it's only been in the last sort of few years, in the last let's go with five years that car manufacturers have started to give a monkeys about mpg fuel economy performance because for so so long you know we had so many cars and i know because i own one of them and i I get poor mileage per gallon but i can't afford to go out and get something more efficient so i'm being penalized on the back end of this for having an old car it's turning into a great apple podcast this um that's you know we're just in this situation now where only car managers going right okay well let's bring along new technology and you kind of think is there any reason why you sat on this for so long because we had this well, yeah. big jump to 8 valve 16 valve all this ignition stuff then we just sat around for ages doing nothing it- It'll still be
2: a long way off. Like I say, you do not upset the status quo if you do not have to upset the status quo. If if, 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 fuel was, if petrol was running out, if oil was running out, then things would be reacting much faster. And maybe it is. Maybe that's why there's such a big push. Uh, maybe why these companies, these countries are trying to grab as much money as they can so they just keep pumping and pumping and pumping them.
1: Uh, um, plus, they have so, a very loyal uh, listener base. Listener base? Yeah, status quo. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, but uh, yeah,
2: I I mean, technology does disrupt. It always has done. It always will do. And it's just uh, this, it's going up against such a massive problem. And it's not just a technical problem. It's a political problem. um, And there's all kinds of issues related. I mean, we probably, if we suddenly did, if America and Britain and Europe and that suddenly did stay, well, okay, we don't need oil no more then there probably would be a war shortly after that, a big one as well.
1: So moving on then from cars to something a bit more health-wise, I also do have a question for you active types. The watch workout app, the phone activity app, the health app, and third-party walking slash running apps. How do they talk to each other? For example, if I go for a walk with Map My Walk, that sorry, if I go for a walk with Map My Walk, that workout doesn't appear in my activity rings. It does if I use the app on my watch, but then none of that data is offered to Map My Walk. What walk, b- Map My Walk? Blimey, that's going to be a tough one. I think I know the answer to this. Carol, tell me if I'm wrong. I did a bit of research on this this afternoon and MapMyFitness, who are the people behind MapMyRun, in their forums nestled away, and I'll have a link on this on the website and in the show notes hopefully, is there was a bug which stopped your activities showing within Apple Health. Now the one thing you've got to remember as well is Apple have done a very typical thing with health is that you can't write or read data to it unless the user has explicitly given you permission. So what you yeah. need to do is go into once you've got the app installed and set up and all that sort of stuff, normally in most apps, it will prompt you to say allow access to Apple Health. I downloaded Map My Walk. And it didn't, so you have to go into settings, and then tick the little button that says uh, "Allow access to Apple Health." Then go into, go back to the start, go into Health, go to Sources, and in there, if you have a look around, you can tell it what to read and write from. Does that sound about right to you, Carl?
2: Yeah, there's um, there's quite a few. See this because Apple are trying to lock down security. You have to give permission. To, this is basically what you're saying. You have to give permission to these apps. They do not get it by default. You have to give permission. And you can give it immediately or you can give it after the, you know, you've know you installed the app. Uh, and once you do, they will be able to talk to health and, and share information back and forth. However, there's also a caveat to that. Is not every single company wants to give that information back to Apple Health because... Some of them also have their own little devices, for example, within, for example, they do not share that information back because they have their own devices that they want to share that information to, which, which compete totally with the Apple Watch. So you have to be aware of, of, of those situations as well. So if you, for example, if you go now, though, if you go into one of the health things and you put on steps and stuff like that, you scroll down, it will give you a list of apps that you could use with that, that setting. So it makes it a lot easier to see what app should play friendly with health. And that's normally the issue. If you get something not sharing backwards and forwards, it's normally either a bug or because you haven't given permission or because they're proprietary um, they have proprietary hardware somewhere else and they want you to use that instead of the, the health act. And the other piece you said about the 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 how do they all work, for example, you can you can you set what if you want to give the phone or the watch priority and then it will pull the information from that first. If you, where Mark said, if you go down to, I can't do it now because my health thing needs resetting up because I I did the update um i'm trying to quickly skip through this oh god's sake let's well,
1: what you're oh, looking no. for let me if i read out the next bit we have a look for that because this, this is the uh, follows on from that uh, within health and sources you can set to read and write data uh, no that's my answer that's try that again then there's health i've never been sure of how any of this data is collected i downloaded another fitness app the other day and the first thing it wanted was my height weight and gender surely if it was a decent app it would have taken that from the health app or is that privacy a one-way privacy thing you're right it should have done some apps will read that information and some won't
3: yeah
2: so again it it all comes down to the developer of the app Uh, and whilst whilst it's just referred to is you go to sources and if you look on sources you'll see devices and whatever one is at the top that's the one it reads from first so you can set a priority on what the health, if it's like, the, if it's getting information from the watch or the phone, No oh, you
1: can't even, re- you can't, um, what's the word, reprioritise them, though, can you? It's yeah, always you can. the f- You just drag
2: it down. You just drag the, the, the thing up and down. You select, edit, and you drag it up or down. What on the sources? Is it the sources, or is it on the individual? Um, see, I've just got into health, and it's changed because it's iOS ten now. It's no longer iOS nine. It totally looks different, and it's <laughs> thrown me a little bit. So Wait, I'm what? Just trying to show all right yeah so data sources so data sources or an access so there you give it all priority and then if you do edit you'll see the little the three little lines that come up which means you can drag things around so i have got my priority is apple watch then health then iphone 6
1: why have i not got edit in my sources
2: because you, look, right, okay, right, where are you? Go
1: so, all right, so this is going to be for riveting podcast listening. Yeah, so, listeners, exactly. so I'm on the home screen, I've clicked the health icon, and then in the bottom right, I've clicked on sources. No, uh, no, sorry, you go, you click on the one next to it, so. What, today? I, see
2: I haven't got my glasses on, I can't see it. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's a little, thi- little thing that just says calendar or something, uh, today. Is it say today? And then click on steps, for example, if you've got steps set up. You get the big diagram, uh, bar chart right. on the top of steps. You've got add to favorites, show all data. Gotcha. Right. So, dish. yes. Click data sources and access. Then at the top right-hand corner, you've got edit. And then if you scroll down, you'll see. Ah, uh,
1: you right. So there, I d- again, I did not know that. So the one question I want to, I don't know if you'll know the answer to this. If you're walking and you've got your phone and your watch on, what does it do then? Does it have some algorithms?
2: Yeah, so it-, it cancels out. Firstly, it takes whatever one you've decided to use as your priority, and then it will compare it to, so if it's picking up steps from your watch and it's picking up steps from your phone, it will just cancel them out and use one of them. Uh, there was a little period of time where there was a, a bug and it was counting the phone. It was doubling up the amount of steps you did, which is great on your charts, but complete phony. Um, so... You, you know, it's, it's a piece of software. There are bugs, unfortunately. And that was one that was in, a, in effect for a little while. Uh, you could have, you can go in. Remember, you can go in and change the settings. If you think they're completely wrong, you can just delete them. If you get, if you finish a workout and you've got a, a, a buggy app and it said, You've done seven thousand steps while you've been walking, and then you've also got another registered seven thousand steps from your. Yeah, had on your that happen to me. You can just you just delete, edit, delete, delete one of them. Pick whatever one you want, and it goes away, and it all fit, it all changes up the, s- the status again. It shouldn't happen, like I say, but there are bugs in these things.
1: Yeah. So and- as just to sort of tail on from that as well, you've got to be careful on having two apps that will read and write the same data. It's normally best to think about. Well, if my workflow, for example, is I have a Garmin Vivo Active, which I which I could sync up to Apple Health, but instead I sync all of that data to Strava, and then I let Strava be the data source because I use Strava more than I do that. Now, the only and- downside with that is that sometimes some apps, if they've got a bug, will double-write the data as what keeps happening to me. So if I go cycling, I have to then manually go into my... Um, into my cycling, and then go to data sources. Let me just double check here. You go to show all data, and then you can actually edit the data. So today I can see it's only written one lot of cycling, which is what it should have done. So you've all you've always got to be mindful to keep an eye uh, on right. what's happening. Although, just noticing now, when I was out cycling, it seems to record a distance on my watch. So and one, I, one
2: thing you need to do be aware of as well. It sounds complicated because it is complicated. There's a lot of complicated like, stuff going on behind the scenes here. But one thing you can do to limit the complication is do not have like six different running apps on your device at the same time. Pick the one you want and it makes it a lot easier. Do not have multiple, multiple health apps all doing the same thing because they're all trying to write to the same um, database and any one of them can corrupt it.
1: I've just had a look now, and again, Star was doing something funky. Where apparently on the 14th of set, oh no, yes, on the 14th September, which was this afternoon, uh, I went for a cycle, and it was my Greg's hill rep. I circled down to Greg's, bought a pasty to try and burn off the pasty did some hill reps uh, and it's recorded it twice so now i've got to go in delete that data set but it seems to be all right every now and again so i think there's a bit of a glitch so the top hint is it doesn't do you any harm at all to go into your data sources look at all of your data and just check you haven't got apps doubling up on what you do um so there we are gordon i hope that answers everything um if not, let us know via the Facebook, the Twitter or the Google+. We Last week, we were talking about raw image photos and someone called Alex... You might know him. A very British life. Alex? Oh,
2: I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I don't speak to anyone. some beardy they're photography type. People.
1: Yeah, I know. If, if I'm allowed to say that. You're not. <laughs> I'm going to repeat what you said to me earlier on. Honestly, no, we will have Alex on the show uh, some in the very near future. Uh, we were talking about raw on the phone and Alex kindly tweeted it into our ocean speed with this. Uh, raw on the iPhone is important mainly because the iPhone screen massively over-processes the images as it, Processes for screens only. With RAW, you'll be able to process for print and produce a realistically sharpened image. We'll make images far more usable. If you blow up an iPhone picture to 100% on a Mac screen, you'll be quite disappointed. This could slash should help a lot. Um, you're getting the <laughs> iPhone 7 Plus or the iPhone 7, Carl? Plus. Plus. Are, are you going to meet up with Alex? I'd be really interested to see what his yes, opinion we, would we that be.
2: A show that you'll be able to listen to and get all the content from shortly after I get that that darn thing.
1: Excellent, excellent. (laughs) What other feedback have we got today? Have we done it all? I thought we had more than that. Oh, yes, no, we have got more feedback. So after the uh, Apple event last week, I sent out a wire to the Twitterverse and to the people that I knew and it's not very many. And I thought, we'll play this back in the feedback. Now, coming up next is some audio from Elisa or Lisa Paselli from the Free Geeky Ladies podcast over on the mymac.com podcast networking website. And, yeah, she's got a slightly different view on the Apple event.
4: Hi, I'm Elisa Paselli from Three Geeky Ladies. And my thoughts about the Apple event was overall, eh. It really didn't have anything that grabbed me that made me say, oh my gosh, I really have to go out and get this as soon as it's available. The iPhone 7, while it looks very nice and has a lot of nice features, it isn't enough to make me want to turn in my iPhone 6. I'm happy with it. It will be two years old in October, but I have no reason to upgrade. The, the um, AirPods, while... I've read people's reviews that got to use them yesterday after the event about the Great Sound. I am just so afraid they are an accident waiting to happen. If you drop one of those, forget it. It's gone. I can't imagine spending $159 and losing them so easily. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they stay in your ears really well and they won't fall out. We'll have to wait and see. But only being a five-hour charge, uh, sorry, five-hour life after you charge, if you take an across-country plane trip, there's your five hours. So that doesn't really appeal to me either. What I'm really looking forward to most of all is Mac OS X Sierra and the iOS 10. I think I'm looking forward to those more than anything else that they announced yesterday. So those are my thoughts. If you want to hear more, you can find me at 3 with Suze Gilbert and Vicky Stokes. And in a few minutes, actually, Vicky and I are going to be talking about yesterday's Apple event in more detail. So that episode should be coming out very soon. So thank you. Not
1: overwhelmingly positive, but I wanted to play that just to you know, give a fair sense of balance. But once again, that's the three geeky ladies you can find over at mymuck.com. And that's a cracking, well, as it says, three geeky ladies talking about tech and Apple. The other week, I had someone called Kyle or at Thung from the Tabletop Champions podcast. And that was that we did a podcast a couple of weeks ago where we discussed what it's like trying to do a podcast with six people, edit it, produce it, publish it, write the theme tune, sing the theme tune. All that sort of stuff. We're using nothing more than a bit of brilliant software called Ferrite, which has just been updated this week. If you go over to EssentialApple.com and take a look and how he produces his podcast. Uh, I asked him for two minutes. He gives me three minutes 45. You can't say much further than that. So, Kyle, over to you. Hey, this is Kyle from the Tabletop
0: Champions podcast. Uh, Just throwing in my two cents about Apple's most recent event. So I'm going to do my real quick two-minute rundown. Uh, Let's see let's do some chronological order so first carpool karaoke silly fun um i enjoy this show and i know they're pump- they're pimping it because they're going to be pushing out their own exclusive carpool karaoke series <laughs> found it entertaining good stuff i work updates good time to take a nap check your email take a snooze i'm sure somebody uses that uh that software but i have a feeling they work at apple uh mario miyamoto on stage that is super exciting. Um, it's nice to see Nintendo essentially finally realizing they need to have a huge presence on, in mobile and that uh, this is a good place to do it. Uh, the game looks super dumb and not interesting, but I'm appreciating that they're not making it free and they're not going too crazy with the map purchases. does look like there still will be some. Uh, But in general, it's just nice to see that they're bringing uh, the IP that matters, uh, mostly Pokemon now and Mario to uh, iOS. Uh, Apple Watch, Apple Watch Series 2 and Series 1, um, pretty fancy, looks nice. I have uh, the first generation Apple Watch, uh, tentatively now called Series 0, and I like it. I'm going to keep it. Uh, I don't see a major reason for me to upgrade as a first gen buyer, but if I was going to buy a brand new Apple watch today, I would probably still buy series one series two is very fancy and good. If you're a swimmer and super into fitness, I'm uh, lazy and don't swim. So series one makes more sense, but I'll be keeping my series zero until there's a series three, four, who knows? Uh, then the real, the real news, iPhone seven jet black want. Thank you for upgrading from thirty from 16 gig, 32 gigs a new entry model, but I also like to see 128 and 256 as an option. The double camera on the Plus looks super sexy, and that's uh, the one I'm buying, so good times. Uh, they realize that the headphone jack is an oopsie, so they include the adapter in the box and are only charging nine bucks for it. Sure feels like Apple saying, yeah, we know you're going to be pissed. Sorry about that. AirPods. Going to probably buy them. Going to be really unhappy when I drop the $160 US on them, but such is life. Uh, Where's True Tone? I miss True Tone. I love True Tone on my iPad Pro. Boo that it's not on the iPhone 7. Uh, Bluetooth headphones forever, I guess, because I'm certainly never going to use that dongle, even though I bought extras. Uh, oh, AppleCare, $29 screen replacement. That's probably the most exciting news of the day so that it won't cost me as much when I inevitably drop my nice, shiny, slippery phone. Uh, and then finally for the event, where the fuck are the Macs? Please come soon. Please. 1,000 days since the new Mac Pro. Uh, and then finally, just a little brief thing. Here's the pre-orders I made. Uh, I am getting a 256 gig matte black iPhone 7 Plus. I shall have that in just a few days. The wife is getting 128 gig rose gold seven. Uh, I went with the matte black instead of the jet black because the jet black wasn't able to be pre-ordered pretty much. Sold out instantly. And uh, they're both really nice. And I don't care that much because I'm probably going to put it in a case. All right. That's the fastest I could possibly cover the Apple event. Uh, and uh, if you enjoyed this uh, and would like to hear me talk, but about nothing related to this whatsoever, don't forget to check out our podcast, Tabletop Champions Podcast. You can follow us on uh, iTunes. Uh, we're on Twitter at Tabletop
1: Champs, and you can follow me on Twitter at Fung. Thanks. Once again, Kyle, thanks very much for dropping us a line. So just once, I thought I'd just go out there, put some more audio clips in, just to give a bit of balance in perception, because we... Well, if I could have found the clip last time it would have been quite a lot of this. Fanboy alert. Fanboy alert. Fanboy alert.
2: But to be is honest... There, is there nothing you will not rip from this?
1: Well, hang on. All right, let's do a comparison. Let's do a comparison. This is your word for tweet. And this is my word for chirp. Uh, I stand corrected. There's no similarity. Whatsoever. How is that even remotely similar? Uh, I'm going to go first on Worth for chirp because... Because I've got nothing. <laughs> uh, well, oh Well, I've not copied across the... Uh, this is the problem when we start using two apps to do the same job because I've realised I put my show notes into pages and I'm not even going to risk <laughs> opening up pages. Uh, my word for chirp this week is Apple's TV show of the week. Now, last week I mentioned Vice Principles. This week... Eastbound in east down, complete season one is only six ninety nine in HD. So that's my word for chirp. Um Carved TVs, shows, um, coffee mugs, pens, beer mats, uh, pints. Uh, did... Where's been your best pint you've had this week? Oh
2: no! I'll tell you what. No, sticking with iTunes though. Do I, I, I've said this many times? Go and check it out every the start of every week and also weekends now because there are there are a ton of cheap movies that you can get hold of, uh, starting at three ninety nine, and you can get some classics, um, and some fantastic films. I tell you, my my iTunes library has just exploded with content recently because I've I, I've always said if they could get it down to like DVD bargain back. Uh, bucket prices, but they're still HD quality films. I know they're not Blu-ray, but they're still high quality. Um, then I'd be happy. And I have been buying up all kinds of movies. uh what Was I got Cape Fear? I got the other week. I just love that movie. It's like it's uh, Robert De Niro, obviously, and Nick Nolte, and uh, I just love that film. Uh, Martin Scorsese directed. Uh, it's just fantastic film. I don't think it's available for three four ninety nine anymore, but. Every every week go and check out I think they redo the movies during the week on a Monday or late on a Sunday and then over the weekend they'll go they'll do something like this week only. And I think the last week's one was Still Alice, which is a, a fantastic film. Pretty sad, but it's still a fantastic film. But um yeah, so just my, my pick would be check out iTunes for films and to a lesser extent TV shows. Like you you got your one there, Mark, but they are a little bit more expensive. However, they again are doing a lots of shows for first series dollars ninety nine. Um, like I, I it's got Kenny Powers. It deserves to be six ninety nine. <laughs> they they little while ago they did all every single season of Twenty Four and King of the Hill for four ninety nine, and I just went through got all of them. <laughs> uh.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, what else? What the feedback we got this week that I can mention? Uh, last week, Clive Hammett mentioned that Marvel film was on offer. I'm not sure if that's still, that no, was two weeks ago. So, yeah, we try and just sort of give a mixture of everything on our worth for tweets. I did have something else in my mind I was going to talk about. Yes, um, come and join us on our Facebook slash Google Plus things. We've got a few friends coming up on the Google Plus community. You've got the powerhouses of the scouring of the deal, Mr. Clive Hammett, who goes off and finds all the deals, like the the ones on Google, Amazon. Carl does a bit of work on there as well. You've got me on there as well with my, my... Article slash rant slash dictated but not read piece on what it's been like trying to review Dragon Date Dictate Six and my eternal dilemma. On there, <clears throat> we have banter over in our Facebook group. I hate using that word. And of course, you've got the Twitter uh, at Essential Apple. I, I've, why have I got this distinct feeling that I'm missing something at the end of the show? Have we covered everything?
2: I, I can't think of anything it might be something but i can't think of what it is however i am melting at this i am like the wicked witch of the west at the moment hmm. i am melting
1: well you know what carl i think we've got a show and i won't have to do that much editing yeah i can't there's a chance it might even be out before sunday so all that remains then, carl is how can people get a hold of you and where can they listen to your back-to-back episodes of your <laughs> last show yeah, well, you get a hold of me on Twitter at clause
2: 101 or as Mark says, you can go and listen to two episodes I produced this week of The Back and Forth Show, where I was joined by Dr. Richard Harkness, and on the first one we go over the Apple Watch, the new Apple Watch and the airbuds and on the second one we go through the iPhone 7. So it was quite interesting, quite interesting.
1: I've just got that horrible feeling that the second that we go, and we're done, I'm going to remember what it was I was going to say, but it'll have to wait till next week. Oh no, I've remembered. Oh, I was supposed to tease this at the top of the show and now I need to go and find an email. So I should have asked you so on. So next week, confirmed 100,000%. We've got a very, very special guest. You know how I always like to bang on about, don't use one password for your passwords. Use one password. Have I ever mentioned that one?
2: I I think it's very brave, do you? <laughs> you have to plug something that you never know is going to
1: happen. I'm holding myself accountable. Next week from Agile Bits, the makers of 1 Password, we have Chris and he's told me his last name has French origins and is pronounced a lot like déjà vu, but instead of vu, say Bay. So Chris déjà Bay from supports, those of the rather excellent and fantastic 1Password is coming on the show. So please, please, please go out there, share the show. He said in his email, we have confirmed 100,000%. It was supposed to be today, but somebody here made a bit of a mistake. So sorry about that, Chris. Hopefully you're going to listen. So that gives you an incentive to tune in next week. Join us on the Facebook, on the Twitter, on the Google, anywhere. And until next week, we'll see you later. Take it easy, everyone.
4: Sure.